Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on mindfulness. In other words, we should be protecting our faith in Christ, even around other believers. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called Not Your Table. Again, today's episode is called Not Your Table. So let's get into it. Where do you stand in your faith? Do you believe you have a strong foundation in Christ? Or do you struggle with the whole concept and how it fits in your life? When building a relationship with God, our eyes and hearts are open to receive everything there is to know and do to have a sustainable, long-lasting relationship with our Heavenly Father. But we must be mindful of what we engage in and intake as we grow in our faith. We shouldn't be so quick to expose ourselves to everything just because it's for quote unquote Christians. My father said something to me a while ago, and I carry this close to my heart. He said to me to be careful of who you allow and what you allow to teach and guide you in your faith because they can violate your spirit man. Just like we can experience trauma to our physical bodies, our spirits can become harmed too. In Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18 NIV version, it states this, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits. In the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in times of evil. Then, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, Put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit which is God's word. Pray in the spirit all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I am not saying everyone's intentions isn't pure. 
That's what I'm not saying. But what I am saying is we must not drop our guard. If we feel uneasy about a situation, don't ignore it because when we stay in environments that aren't God-led, we are subject to the hands of the enemy and the world. There were moments in my life to be transparent where I entered into rooms that I knew 120 million percent were not for me. And I stayed in those rooms and it tainted my views of my relationship with God. And me allowing those conversations, opinions and actions to plant in my mind, whether it was on purpose or not. It does not matter if we are in the beginning stages of our faith or we are senior vets to this. It does not matter what phase we are in in our life. There should not be any reason, any one person or thing to outweigh the truth of God when we know the truth of God firsthand. Because we will hear voices. We will hear voices. We will hear noises. We will hear everything on top of everything to sway us from our faith, to maneuver us and have us walk in disbelief. But we must remember our foundation in the Lord. I know the walk in Christ can become lonely. You know, you may start to feel like, All of this isn't worth it, but that isn't true. The bad does not outweigh the good. The enemy only goes after things he views as a threat. So if he keeps moving and making noises to distract you and get you in a vulnerable state, that's when he's going to attack. Of course, you know, our Heavenly Father will be by our side every step of the way to defend us. But if we stay obedient to our Father, we wouldn't have to go through so many unnecessary trials and tribulations. And I am a testament to that where I have called my own self out. And I said, Lydia, if you just would have walked in obedience We would not be where we are in this moment, in this time of our life. Not right now, currently, but in that moment, in that time of that situation. Yes, God will send us our equally yoked relationships along the way. I honestly, truthfully believe that. That's why I say that every single time. You know, as we continue to agree to God, as we continue to follow God's lead, he will lead us in the direction where we link up with other people who is destined for our purpose. So when I say that God is going to do it, I honestly, truthfully believe that God is going to do it. But that also doesn't mean that we walk into every single door because it's open. We must allow God to order our steps and not ignore our discernment when we know that it's something that we should not be engaging in. This behavior even counts towards the people in our inner circle. Because sometimes we think, oh, we're talking about everybody else. I'm not talking about so-and-so. No, that goes for so-and-so too. This same behavior, this same energy counts towards the people in our circle. Because I can think of many moments in my life where I have let a lot of things slide that contradicted my faith 
only because of the relationships I have built or I'm trying to build and I'm and I just shrug it off, not really thinking much of it. But that matters too. That matters a lot because not all the time is going to be about a table, you walking up to a table. It can also be about you sitting at a table too long, knowing that God has called you to move. So I'm going to ask you this. Have you been sitting at that table too long? Because, you know, sometimes we act like we don't hear God speaking to us, but God be giving us the answer straight as day because God is not an author of confusion. When we ask God to reveal certain things to us, especially things that we are not supposed to be equally yoked with, God will reveal it to us. Like he don't, he don't play about that. He like, boom, 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 boom. No. And sometimes we act like we don't see it because of the connections we have built, because of the of the attachments we have built. And personally, for me, I'm like, I invested so much time. I invested so much energy. I don't want to let this go. There is no harm in this. There's da, 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 da. But it affects me in the long run of my purpose, because if that person, if that situation is not supposed to be attached to you, you're hindering yourself and you're hindering that person as well. So again, have you been sitting at that table too long and you know God has called you to move? Our day-to-day is a part of a season and a appointed time because our purpose is not confined and limited to one specific area. We are evangelists who live by the word of God and speak to those who are willing to listen. God's work is never stagnant because everything he creates, everything that God speaks into existence is intended to flourish and multiply. Therefore, our work is never complete. Only the beginning, y'all. It's only the beginning. Even when we feel like we have reached max capacity, this is only the beginning where God is leading us to fulfill in this season. I want us to continue to have childlike faith. Do not let go of having childlike faith. That faith that you're so intrigued and you're so eager and you're so in love with God and everything that God does for you just makes you so giddy and and happy. And you're just like, this is it. This is it for me, God. You are the only thing that I need. I love you. I want more of you. Gimme, 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 gimme. Not materialism, but the gimme, gimme, gimme. It's like, God, give me more of you. God, I long for you. God, my heart is postured to you. Don't lose that, but we must be careful with who and to what we share that love. There is so much God wants to pour out of us and allow people to witness his glory. The fruits of our labor are not in vain, though discouragement, doubt, and depression can creep up on us. But let me tell you this. No matter if you are sitting at the the most elite tables, one table or no table, you are not inadequate to God. You matter. You being here, you matter. The air that you are breathing, you matter. 
the use of your limbs, you matter. We matter. Everyone doesn't have the clearance or authority to know the calling that God has over your life. Okay, so that is why you may feel hidden. But once the sheets get pulled up off of you, once you become revealed, all that is inside of you will have to be released because whatever God speaks has to come to pass. And it shall come to pass. You don't have to seek out connection because you are a part of the body of Christ. And being a part of the body of Christ gives you all the resources of heaven. You have dominion. You have authority. You have power. You have wisdom. You have knowledge and understanding that does not need the backup of a cheering gallery, but the support of the Lord. Anything that we stretch forth our hands to do in God will prosper, point blank and period. God has promised us a land filled with milk and honey. God has promised us a land that has blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings that we do not have to search for because we have it through him. Our access to all of that is through him. We must begin to uproot every single last thing in your life that you know goes against God. And if you are unaware of those things, ask God to reveal it to you. Say, God, less of me and more of you. Because that's what I ask God every single day. I say, God, remove anything and everything out of my life that is not of you. Whatever has attached itself to me, God, I need you to remove it. Because I do not want to become tainted and filled with the negatives that will distract me or have me walking away from my relationship with God. So it's okay if you're not sitting at a table. It's okay if you chilling with yourself in this moment of your life. Sometimes, if we want to be honest, sometimes we can get so wound up about, oh, I'm at this table. I have this group. I know these people. I have these accolades and da-da-da-da-da-da-da that we forget this isn't a gossip club. This is about purpose. I don't, I don't want to sit around and gossip I want to walk in my purpose. I want to live my purpose. I want to stay connected to my purpose. If we are not diving into the word, if we're not praying for each other, if we're not holding each other accountable or et cetera, that's not the table I need to be at. And that's not the table I want to be at. Let me tell y'all something. The table that I want to be at has God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And the last time I checked, whoever sits at that table is supposed to be there. So that's the table I want to be at. I don't want to be at the table of the world. I want to be at the table of God. That's my table. We are God's precious children. We are his gems. We are his sheep. He is our potter. We are the clay. God is our healer. He is our way maker. God is our keeper. God is so many things and he sees us as importance. He sees us as value because we are his children. We don't have to force ourselves anywhere 
Because wherever God is placing us, wherever room God decides to place us in, even when we feel like we don't deserve to be placed in that room, we deserve to be in that room because that is where God has placed us to be. So there is a reason and a purpose for us to be there. Our Father's love and protection surpass all. It it overcomes all. It engulfs all. But we must take responsibility for ourselves too. How do we take responsibility? Number one, (laughs) we must stay connected to God. We must not ignore the signs when we know it's time for us to get up and walk away and not wait until something hits the ceiling to say, okay, now it's time to walk away. No, we need to get up and walk away and not ignore our discernment, not ignore God, not ignore whatever it is that's revealing itself to us to remove ourselves from that situation. We must stay prayed up. Our connection to God is through prayer. We must keep the faith. Yes, we may get weary. Yes, we may get tired. But we know this is all for a greater purpose. This is all for a greater meaning. This does not stop where we are today. This is only the beginning. The same fuel that you had in your spirit when you first dedicated yourself to Christ, tap into it again because this is only the beginning. Doors are about to open. Ways are about to be made. Your cup is about to run over. But we cannot receive any of that if we don't take responsibility and walk in obedience. Obedience is a key. A lot of progression is hindered in our life because the lack of obedience that we have. And I have been faulty of that myself. Sometimes I try to petition God and and try to get God to move elsewhere. But what God says is what God says. No matter if I do it now in this season, it's going to get done. So instead of me trying to go around the situation or whatever the scenario is, I have to walk in the obedience of God and say, okay, God, I'm done. Okay, God, I'm here. Okay, God, I'm listening. God, what do you want me to do? How do you want my steps to be ordered? God, give me the direction. God, I want to continue to be the body of Christ. I want to continue to be a part of your will, a part of your way, a part of your plan. God, order me. God, less of me and more of you. Greater that is in he than he that's within the world. Basically saying greater that is in God than what the world can offer us. So God, help me to be obedient to you. Help me, reveal to me. That's something that I have been consistently asking God to do. God, help me because I know I can't do it on my own. So God, help me. Whatever area it is in my life, God, help me. I'm trying to go back to school to get my bachelor's. As I'm in school right now, I'm like, God, help me. As I'm being obedient, walking in my purpose with my business, I'm like, God, help me. As God is preparing me for marriage, I mean, I don't have a spouse right now, but whenever that comes, I still want God to help me now in this season of my life to prepare me for whoever my spouse is so I can receive him. God, help me. 
God, help me to be a good daughter. God, help me to be a good friend. God, help me to be just well-rounded. God, help me. Every area in my life, God, help me. God, help me. God, reveal to me. God, teach me. God, guide me. God, it's not only about the blessings. God, I need you to do some things for me. And for you to be able to do that, I need you to help me because God is not the author of confusion. We may feel like it's confusing, but God, whatever God says, it's not confusing. God always gives us the first step. If we are obedient, that first step will reveal to us so much more. But we have to be obedient and not just walk into every single open door because we feel like it's a calling. And we know this moment in our life, God is having us in a season of hiding because he still wants to pour into us before he releases us. So we have to be obedient. Obedience is key. And on top of all of those things, we have to be cautious of what we involve ourselves in because they may not be God-led. So we stay connected with God. God will let us know if it's him. I know sometimes we may be like, well, God, I don't really know if it's you. You know if it's God or not. Let's be honest. Because even when I said in the moments of my life, like, God, I don't really know if it's you. I knew it was God. I knew if it was God. I knew if it wasn't was God. But I was using that as an excuse. No more excuses, y'all. Let's do better. I need to do better. No more excuses. God, I want to be led by you. God, I want you to order my steps. God, I want you to fill me up in the spirit so I can continue to stay in your righteous path and not become distracted, not become detoured, not allow all these voices in this world to influence me to walk away from you because I know my foundation and my foundation is in you and I am a part of the body of Christ. Receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior is such a beautiful thing. That moment when you receive God is like an exhaling feeling, like you can breathe. You can finally breathe. Everything is clearer. Everything makes sense. You feel at peace. You feel fulfilled and nothing can take away that moment. So I want us to continue to stay in that moment. I want us to continue to have that childlike faith. I want us to still engulf ourselves in God's presence and not remove ourselves when we may feel like this isn't the moment in time. No time should we remove ourselves out of God's presence. The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. Don't remove yourself out of God's presence. Because being with God is a beautiful thing. Even when we may be going through, it's still a beautiful thing. Because we know 120 million percent our Father that is in heaven is backing us up. Because we are walking in what he has called us to do. Remember that as we continue our purpose in God, to not lose sight of the foundation of Christ. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 says it best. This is NLT. It says, 
but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So anytime you may be going through, you may be questioning, just remember that God can give you new strength to carry on. He will give you wings so you can soar like an eagle and you will run and not grow weary. And even if you decide to walk, guess what? You won't go faint either because we are walking in God's purpose. We are being obedient and we are choosing his foundation over the world's. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share special thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast, okay? And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember our end game here is to grow, to be the best versions of ourselves, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. With who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.